And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jemikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. They say all the best things come in threes, and tonight, you're listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. I'm Scotty Slade. I'm here with my esteemed co-host, Jamie Jamikowski, and this is the third installment at this point in time when you're listening, the box office is overflowing with Justice League great news and how they're already working on a sequel. But clearly, we will talk about that later. Jamie, as always, it's a pleasure to sit side by side. How are things going? Everything's going well. How are you been doing? I'm doing well. And so with us, as you always know, this show is not always just about wrestling. It's everything else that wrestling fans enjoy. It's pop culture. It's comic books. It's movies. It's everything under the sun because it's not always about wrestling. And we like to do a roundtable. We always have rotating guests. And this week, just like we had a couple weeks back, he's returning. None other than Matt Hiltz, Matt Spectro, Tarzan Taylor, whatever you want to call him. Welcome to the show, Matt. Uh, hola, thank you. Hola, como estas? And speaking of our Espanol sector, we have WPAN Zone. We have the defending for the Pop Quiz champion, none other than Michael Crockett. Mike, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, Scotty. How are you? Oh, look at you. Got a little, uh, got a little chip on your shoulder there. Huh? A little swagger. So now we're here. We're at our third show. Hopefully by this point we could say that we enjoyed some uh, free meals from Brian Malonis because yeah. we have officially made it past two episodes. We've even squeezed in a third uh, before the year ended. Right. I think he was trying to motivate you. Is that what, <laughs> is that what it was? I think so. Brian Malonis motivating. He's a very motivating sleep. guy. I don't know if you've ever... <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 he, he is. Listen, the uh, opinions and views of uh, Matt Hiltz does not represent Scotty Slade or Jimmy Jimikowski's. So now I'm I'm going to, you know, as we... As this airs, it'll be uh, just after Thanksgiving, so we're going to be yeah, right in the heart. If everything's on point, yes. Okay. We're going to be right in the heart of the holiday season. And uh, I know, Slade, you've got a little one. Your daughter is, how old is your daughter, Scotty? Well, wait, at the time of recording this oh or at the time of <laughs> airing this? <laughs> Dude, you need to have an answer. It's, it's five months, but yeah, no, it'll still be five months. It'll be close to six months when this airs, so. So really, your daughter's not into the whole holiday thing. She just doesn't know what's going on yet. No, and actually, it's funny because uh, it's tough this year because um, my wife, who those who don't know, is a police officer, and uh, she's actually working on Thanksgiving, so it's going to be interesting to see what I do. I may head back down to see my side of the family with the kids, so see how that goes. Now, is, is, is your wife, is she, like, big into holidays? Like, does she go into, like mega christmas mode oh yeah like her family uh rents out a hall similar to like the elks lodge because how big their family is uh both really? her, yeah both her mom and her dad have seven other siblings so they've got just this mass amount of uh relatives and they all love the holidays so no what about you crockett your wife Dorana? what about her okay <laughs> thanks for coming mike uh so my... <laughs> is she well i know she gets really into halloween Yes. I see her on social media gets all in. What about the other holidays? Thanksgiving, Christmas, or is Halloween her big one? Halloween is, is the end-all, be-all for her, yeah. But she enjoys the holidays. The, the day after Halloween, she played Christmas music in the car on the way to work. Pretty slimy dog. Well, I know, I know Sirius <laughs> I know Sirius XM, they changed Channel 4 on November 1st to the Christmas station, so that's automatically been programmed right in my car. Yeah, soon Channel 4 will be for the pops. <laughs> now, what about uh, what about you, Tarzan? Uh, my wife loves Christmas. Uh, we're going to Martha's Vineyard for Christmas. So Very nice. Her side of the family. Well, la da. So, so her family's down in the vineyard. Her, yeah, most of her. Yeah, I'd say majority of her family. Oh, I, I know some people in the vineyard. You really should have a bell here every time you say something pompous. Go ding. <laughs> it's gonna be like after we get you know like ten shows under our belt, I can just do a whole show on just subtle little like pompous <laughs> moments that Jamie has, and it's just. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, obviously, we all know Martha's Vineyard. 
and my family knew Martha. Martha. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now what about the boys? What Why about did your you step- say that name? <laughs> what about your stepsons? Are my they? stepsons will be with us on. We don't have them for Thanksgiving, so okay. well, we didn't have them because no, it's to be after Thanksgiving. That's fine. Yeah, um, <laughs> Scotty Slade. <laughs> I, this parallel timelines <laughs> are really throwing people off. I was going to try to go into this as if it had already happened and we were talking in the present, but Slade already screwed the pooch on that one. So we'll just kind of go with the dueling timelines. You know so that Christmas is getting like they start doing stuff earlier. No, how old are the boys? Uh, ten. Oh. He will be ten a week <laughs> after Thanksgiving. He okay. turns ten. So ten and, and eleven. The other one. So, like, what are they? What are they looking for for Christmas? What's What's big on their list this it's year? It's really you know? weird because when I was a kid, we'd go and this might be Slade T-shirt. We <laughs> We would go through the Sears catalog and we'd write these lists of toys we wanted and all that. <laughs> you went through the Sears catalog for something yeah. else. It's just <laughs> <laughs> And like, Jesus, I, I love this ask section. Them, like, <laughs> what do you guys want for Christmas? And they can never like tell me anything, so it's hard. I know they're into <coughs> hockey and video games a lot, so something in those. Those. Uh, do you let them play like uh, Call of Duty? Um, no, not really. Uh, he plays Assassin's Creed. I'd say that's probably the most uh, risque video game, if you will. Okay. See, my daughter, who's fourteen now. Uh, we turned the corner. I think it was two Christmases ago, where and um, if you were to ask in my family who's who's the holiday crazy person, it's me. Uh, for Halloween, we have all the inflatable pumpkins and lights and all that stuff up on our front lawn. What'll happen is bef- between then and Thanksgiving, all that stuff comes down. The front lawn that's two acres long, and and then my my staff and I we we clear all that <laughs> up. <laughs> well, Ding. <laughs> And then uh, what we do is we actually decorate for Christmas. Uh, we we go away for Thanksgiving. So while you're all listening to this, we'll be up at our mountain, uh, our Ding. place up in the mountains, uh, <laughs> celebrating Thanksgiving. But then when we come back, we set up the tree, and we uh, we get all the lights and everything out for Christmas, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, this year we have to get an artificial tree because we're going to be traveling over the holidays. We're spending Christmas in Hawaii this year. So ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so ding. when we're here, we have a live tree. When we travel, we have a fake one. But I'm like Christmas crazy. And about two years ago, we kind of turned that corner with my daughter, unfortunately, where um, like we went from like toys and dolls and cool stuff to clothes and gift cards for like stores. So she's all right with the gift cards. She's all right with gift cards. Yeah. Uh, You're not, though. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me so sad. <laughs> I used to love it, like all the presents, and now it's just meh. Because every girl I've ever dated, yeah, gift cards, there's no thought put into those. Blah, 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 blah. See, so. Now, my mother <laughs> hates- dated some really deep-voiced <laughs> girls, let me tell you. <laughs> now, my mother hates giving gift cards as a gift. She thinks it's a cop-out of a gift, even though we're all like, no, we like them. Yeah. She refuses to give gift cards as gifts. Sorry, my grandmother used to give winning Kino tickets. That was what I used to get. It was just- uh, Winning, 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 Kino. winning okay. yeah. So like, I'd open up the envelope and it'd be like eight winning Kino so tickets. So she already won. So yeah, she, she already, already played. So oh, it's okay. like, yeah. So it's like in Rhode Island, it's eleven dollar win for a two uh, two number match. So it's like, oh, here's eighty eight bucks. And I'm like, oh, thanks, grandma. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I remember, I think it was my, my grandmother was the Kino lady at the corner store, and anytime she walked in, they already had a seat ready for her. So it was just did you notice when he started talking about his grandmother working at the corner store? Like this heavy New England <laughs> oh accent came boy. in. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, my grandmother used to work down at the corner store. You know, uh, she was the Kino yeah, lady. You know, she and, got uh, a water and a coffee milk. You know what I'm saying? She went down <laughs> to the sub shop, ordered an Italian grinder, and then yeah, she was ready. <laughs> Hot weenies or whatever it is. Yeah, but the problem is, is I couldn't fit hot weenies without that sounding like your terrible line from last show where you put foreign objects in different areas of your body. Come on, guys, we're talking about the holidays. Can we stay away show. from? Yeah. There was this one time that Tarzan dressed up as a Christmas tree. Oh no! Oh, no. Can we? Can we try just this so one? Your daughter likes gift cards and clothes. That's what you're saying. You know, Crockett, if, if Malonis ever quits and you need a co-host for the other <laughs> podcast, let me know. You can buy out my contract so, so easily. Um, sorry, so we were, talking, we were talking about Christmas, but no, we, the holiday season is upon us. And this week we have a holiday-themed episode of the For the Pops podcast. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the Christmas traditions that we have in our different families. And then we have a holiday-themed uh holiday themed for the pops pop quiz oh and we'll talk some movies and all that stuff you are listening to for the pops right here on the nai pop network we'll be right back After these messages, we'll be right back. 
My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out you know the best cure for a case of the mondays i don't know vodka no 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 it's the wrestling podcast about nothing this is referee mike crockett and i'm pro wrestler kingpin brian malonis every week we're pulling back the curtain on the world of wrestling it's a wpan nothing more nothing less mondays only on the nai network Welcome back to our holiday edition of For the Pops, right here on the NAI Pop Network. I'm Jamie Jamikowski. Tonight I'm joined by Scotty Slade, Mike Crockett, and Matt Hiltz as we talk about the holiday season. I think as guys, some of us love it, some of us hate it. Um, Everybody has all kinds of different holiday traditions. And, you know, coming off of Thanksgiving, I always hear about... uh, you know, a lot of people like to watch football on Thanksgiving. I think in this group, we probably had a different Thanksgiving Day tradition that we were fans of growing up. Perhaps. WWE. What was that? Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. Teams of five strive to survive. Yeah. <laughs> the WWF Survivor Series. That was always a huge thing in my house. Very nervous. I'm going to get yelled at for uh, my Survivor Series picks, but we'll see how this goes. Oh, boy. Oh, no. But now we even have, I think that's even expanded even more. We're now on different holidays. You've got football on Thanksgiving, Survivor Series, still kind of in that realm. Now you've got the NBA on Christmas Day. I guess that's a thing now. We can talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, over the New Year's, all the college football and the the bowl games. So in terms of sports or sports entertainment, Matt, we'll start with you. Kind of growing up, what, what, what did you watch? What were some of your you know big big things that you would watch this time of year? Uh, well, Thanksgiving, I, I, I didn't watch Survivor Series, the very first one or anything, because, you know, like my mom, you know, we were still kids. We couldn't afford it. I started watching it, I think, in the third or the second one on Thanksgiving. And then we'd usually watch, I, with my grandfather, I'd usually watch the uh, football game. Slade. I never never liked basketball all that much. Though. Well, so, I was a basketball guy. Um, uh, similar to Tarzan. So even growing up at, the, at any sort of wrestling uh, event, it was tough for me to convince my family to buy it um it was mostly football football was the the thing to do uh, every thanksgiving uh, and then as far as for christmas time if we're going that far ahead uh same idea i don't even think the tv was really ever on aside from the no. runs of movies and whatnot now be and again because for those of you um and crocker we'll, we'll, we'll get yours in a minute you know i always found that on, on thanksgiving day Football was kind of on in the background, but it was always, up until recently, it was always the Cowboys and the Lions would be the two teams that played. So I always say, I, I'm more of a Patriots fan than I am a, a, a football fan. You know, I'll watch another game in the background. But like every other fo- person in New England? Well, except well, for Scotty Slade, who's a <laughs> Ravens and or 49ers fan, depending on who's better was, this season. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was it was 49ers. Like 16 favorite football team? Uh, 17. Right. But it grows every year. So, no, it was 49ers growing up with Jerry Rice and whatnot. So, uh, watching the uh, the Cowboys lose was always what I was hoping for on Thanksgiving. So, And, Michael, how about you? Uh, we were not a football household. Um, my father was not a football fan. Um, I didn't really watch football. I don't think that, I don't think the TV like Scotty's. I don't think the TV really went on during the Thanksgiving holiday. It was more just about the food and the family and all that kind of stuff. Right, and very similar in our household. You know, like I said, football would be on in the background. I've never been able to get into the uh, to the NBA on Christmas Day. Yeah. You know, they've they've tried <laughs> so hard. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, I, am I the only NBA fan at the table? I think so. I yeah. Care less about the yeah. Actually, I used to be a uh, NBA fan. I, I don't know if we ever talked about this on air. Get the bell ready. I was actually I was actually a oh, ball boy, boy for the Boston Celtics Jesus. in 1986, <laughs> 1987, 1988. So I was actually uh, with the team with uh, when it was Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish. How Dennis jealous Johnson. were they when you had the uh, private jet? Uh, to the next uh, game. And well, you know, sometimes take, uh, sometimes Larry and Danny that say, "Hey, Jamie, can we hop a ride with you?" And I'd say, "Hey, you know, this is, you know, no, this is just for, uh, you know, executives only." 
<coughs> I went to the Survivor Series at the Boston Garden that one year. I think that was 1990. Was that the one where? I believe. Was that the one where the Doinks replaced uh, the King's crew? Or do we actually have? No, uh, you're a little the was the king, the knights. It was supposed to be Jerry Lawler in the knights, but okay. Jerry Lawler raped a 13 year old. Whatever. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then, My uh, brother's going to be so <laughs> happy when he listens So they last minute replaced Shawn Michaels. It was the family feud match, if I'm not mistaken. There was an alleged incident alleged. with sorry, alleged. Jerry Lawler that we really shouldn't get into. <clears throat> so I was I was slightly <laughs> off on my details, but Lawler was supposed to be there, and that's right, yes. Shawn Michaels, and it was and against. And was that the one where Owen turned on Brett? Yes. Well, sort of. of. It started the whole. It started uh, the Owen turn. Yeah. And the four doinks were men yeah. on a mission and, and bushwhackers. bushwhackers. Yes. Okay, so I just I mixed my mixed my matches. And I don't know how the it came off watching it at home, but the crowd booed the shit out of the fact Doink wasn't actually in the match. Like, right? Booed it. Like, I remember out that. of the arena. Like it was. They were really mad Doink wasn't in the actual match. Yeah, so that, that's weird. I I was there that night too. That I was there live. I was as well. Wow, Scotty said no. I was not there. Oh, you were down at the uh, corner store playing <laughs> Kino that <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, and, uh, down at the corner store playing Kino. <laughs> playing Kino, because uh, you know that's what we did on that one. Yeah. Now, when your grandmother was playing Kino, does she say like, sit down and say, "All right, I'm working for Scotty today. This is everything I win today is going to Scotty." <laughs> you know, <laughs> as funny as that sounds, um, the <laughs> yes, and the <laughs> other reason why is the winning tickets were our birthdays. So okay. <laughs> yeah, that's clever. So right. yeah, so six eighteen so, was the the number. So yeah, she absolutely sat down and said, "Today's the day that little Scotty." <laughs> so, so some years did like some of you get less gift than others. Like if your number sucked, if you weren't lucky, how did well, this work? It's funny that you say that because if you talk to my grandmother now, she will absolutely tell you that at least in Rhode Island Kino world, that six eighteen has won her more money than any other two numbers. So little All fun right. fact: if you're in Rhode Island, you want to play Kino six eighteen. That's the two to pick. Did she do the old scratch tickets in the stocking thing, too, like a lot of people would do? No, no, she wasn't. She did not like uh, See, scratch tickets. And, and that's what I thought he was going to say, is because my family members do that, where you get, like, scratch tickets. Yeah, in, like, your stocking. And that would be fun, because then there was a sense of chance. You just got, like, I just feel like, you know, your grandma should give you these. Uh, no, she had tickets. all the fun. She had all the chance. She had all that, the fun. Oh, yeah, and then it was just, hey. And, but now you're underage. How did you cash them in? I gave them my mother. Seems like a lot of work for $88. I'll tell you. Not when you're, not when you're underage. I mean, you got to remember, I was a kid. I don't know. I have people on my household staff that do less work than that for $88. Ah, geez, and, ding, and you, ding. <laughs> and you're doing all this. Ding. I don't know. So, I, I mean, we'll t I'll try to steer us back a little bit back on course. So, uh, Survivor Series. Favorite memories? You know, we were just talking about seeing one live. I've always had a, a, a special feeling when I go, like, I, WrestleMania 14. At yeah. the I was there. So I tend to like that one in, in 18. Of course, were you an honored guest of Vince McMahon? <laughs> no, that was, that was before. I'll save my WrestleMania 18 <laughs> stories in Toronto for another, for another day. I don't want to wear out the bell in one. But, uh, <laughs> but Slade, what are your, some of your favorite Survivor Series memories? Um, the year, I'm going to get it wrong, but you guys can tell me. Uh, it was the year that uh, LOD, Ultimate Warrior, Texas Tornado, I think it was 1990. The Ultimate Warriors. Yeah. Uh, they faced the Team Perfect or... The perfect team. The perfect team. Uh, it was Demolition and Mr. Perfect. That was with Crush, yes. Axe, and Smash. Um, and the photos, they were wearing masks yeah. for some reason. Because <laughs> wasn't it supposed to be Rick Rude originally, but he had quit right after SummerSlam? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, so that's why they went with the three Demolition members. Because yeah. Axe got pinned in like 30 seconds, if I remember correctly. And, uh, yeah, just growing up, I was such a huge Warrior fan, and I loved uh, Legion of Doom. Uh, Texas Tornado at the time was whatever to me. Uh, so seeing those all those guys team up for that night was just... It, it, yeah, that's why I loved everything about Survivor Series. Uh, the the perfect team versus the Ultimate Warriors yeah. in 1990. Nice. You nailed it. Yeah. I loved that five tag team versus five tag team Survivor Series <laughs> match. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a great match. But I also remember like, they barely had enough tag teams to actually fill the match. So yeah, it's like you saw these, the these conquistadors, <laughs> conquistadors <laughs> yeah. and... And then, like, you couldn't see what's going on in the ring because the guys were all yeah. along the apron, like, in front of the hard cam, basically. You were, like, two feet from your opponent on the apron waiting for a tag. Yeah. But it was a pretty, really exciting match. Because they had a lot of good teams. They had the Rockers, the British Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation, the Rujos, the Powers of Pain. Uh, I think Demolition was in that. Uh, the Conquistadors. Yeah. Maybe the Young Stallions. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I think what, for favorite Survivor Series, I'd probably say the year before. Scotty's talking about 89, and it has nothing to do with the show itself. It is the introduction where they have 
everyone talking about what they're thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably find this. I think I saw it. I saw it on YouTube. Uh, WWE put it up there. Just like yeah. you know, what I'm thankful for is uh, you know, Rick Rude says something, and then Roddy Piper c- comes on and says, "I'm thankful that I'm not Ricky Rude." <laughs> and I remember then, that. And then from there, they went to the uh, introduction with Vince McMahon yelling all the names, uh, like, oh. it's Roddy's Roddy's <laughs> versus Rude's Rude. And by the end of it, he's like, Team Captains! <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. I don't, know, I don't know why they ever got rid of that concept. That was the greatest thing, because it was two things, and we've all hit on it. Number one, it was the team names. Yeah. You know, Rude's Broods and, and all those. And then just sometimes the randomness, how you could actually see how they would build the card. Where it's like, okay, here's our A match with all the great feuds, and here's our mid level. And then by the end, it was just like the mercenaries versus the alliance. Right. Just like, and and just five (laughs) random guys who had nothing in common, nothing to hope for, uh, all in a match together. Uh, You know, you, 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 you just talked about the, uh, the Survivor Series with what they're all thankful for. Dude, my mother tried to start that tradition in our family. Oh. Where it's halfway through Thanksgiving terrible dinner, in real life. and all of a sudden, she's like, why don't we all go around the table and say what we're thankful for? Most uncomfortable. Oh, my boss tried to get me to do that at our like team meetings. Like, hey, why don't you like uh, raise morale and uh, ask people like, what are they really thankful for for working here? I'm like, that <laughs> shit ain't gonna work. What's wrong with you? Oh, I hated that. I'll go to my aunt's house a couple years for Thanksgiving and. She'd have us write on a little slip of paper what we were thankful for. And what did you write? <laughs> like a secret? I don't even remember. <laughs> thankful to be eating food. <laughs> Thank, thankful for a meal. <laughs> I love turkey. Thank you, yes. sir. Thank you for the meal. <laughs> Could I have some more, sir? Yeah. Fuck, it's like a living, breathing Oliver Twist novel. <laughs> <laughs> just, he's, just, he's like every Charles Dickens Christmas story ever. That 1989 Survivor Series just <laughs> wanted to bring this up. It's really, really been burning. <laughs> <laughs> what am I thankful for? That my memory is still with me. I just, just want <laughs> I just want to bring up this quote because I want to know if anyone can translate this for me. They do an interview with Hogan and Beefcake. Hogan and Beefcake, sorry, I'm not talking to Mike. And Hogan says, cut my legs off and call us both shorty. Anyone know what the hell that means? Scotty Slade, why don't you take this one? <laughs> That's, uh, uh, yep. <laughs> I don't know. It's been bugging me for uh, how long ago was that? <laughs> a few years. <laughs> so what does he say? Cut, Cut my, my legs off and call Hogan. us both shorty. shorty. Hogan said that to Beefcake. Well, Hogan and Beefcake were being interviewed by Mean Gene. So I don't know if he was addressing it to Mean Gene or Brutus Beefcake. But Well, if you've ever been in a locker room with Beefcake, <laughs> being in his vicinity makes you just say weird <laughs> stuff in general. So it's just... I just... I don't know. <laughs> what the hell that those, the, the, All those old promos w- were the best. You know, everybody talks about... I know your favorite time period, the Attitude Era. Everybody talks <laughs> what? Everybody talks about how great you know with The Rock and Austin, how their promos were. What? <laughs> God, just stop. What? But then, uh, but then you go back to like the Ultimate Warrior promos and the Hogan promos and some of those those Survivor Series. Like I said, the, oh, it was terrible. The best part of the Survivor <laughs> Series was you had five random guys on a team with all these five over the top you know '80s and early '90s WWF characters all cutting this joint promo, and how could you not watch it just so excited to watch it go off the rails? Yeah. We're live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, agreed. I think, I think for me and my family, I would say Survivor Series was, was the big tradition. And then the one thing you know, I'll touch on very briefly, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day bowl games. I don't know if it's because we're all from the Northeast and we really don't have a lot of college sports up here. Could not care less. Yeah, I've never, games. never understood the obsession with college. I, I worked down, and this is not, don't ring the bell, because it's not a bell story, <laughs> but I was work, I, had to, I worked in Florida, I had a job down there for a while, and I didn't understand how, like, the entire South comes to a screeching halt during bowl season. Like, Christmas to New Year's and those two days after, it's not about the holidays down there. It's about bowl season, and it's like the tortilla bowl, the, the citrus bowl, the sugar bowl. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> could not, could not care less. Yeah, even the high school games down there are like huge deals, and I just don't, I don't know, I don't get it. But maybe it's because we are from the Northeast. I don't know. That's right. They don't have that in Rhode Island, down at the Kino store on the corner. <laughs> uh, that Kino store stuff. Let me tell you what. I'm so, we're gonna keep coming back to this because I'm, I am, I am so intrigued by this. That's, a, that's right. My wife, my wife brings up at times the the Rhode Island accent will come through, especially if I say water. Um, <laughs> it, it will come. What, through. what is that? Water. It's it's water. Water, water, water. Yeah, water. 
So it's just <laughs> at times it's just random R's get tossed around, and it's just you know, yeah, it's it's the opposite of Boston. It's not like ka. It's not like we drop the R's. We add R's. So you had an idea. Yes, yeah. idea is a big one. <laughs> I remember Ray once said buying a cookie, and he said to the woman, "Are they hard or soft?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ray and I, uh, yeah, we get some tough times out of us. You know what I'm going to tell you? Well, well, we'll, we'll save the road. We'll have to get Ray on here and do a Rhode Island reunion. Um, just because if we keep saying Rhode Island reunion, I can't wait to hear how many R's you guys can put into the title of one show. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back on For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network, we're going to continue our holiday theme as we talk about some of our favorite holiday movies and just try to brighten our season up as we head toward Christmas and the rest of the holidays. So come on back. You're listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. I'm DC Matthews, the Pope of Positivity. And I'm Doc Manson, the only actual doctor talking about wrestling on the entire internet, at least until facts prove otherwise. And each weekend on the NAI Network, DC and Doc talk. We might talk about wrestling, but we probably won't. Maybe I'll just eat a bowl of cereal for 30 minutes. Live, on the air. It's entirely possible. It's happened before. Check out DC and Doc Talk every weekend on the NAI Network. You know the New Age Size Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. And we are back here on For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. I'm Scotty Slade, joined with Jamie Jimikowski, here with Matt Hiltz, Mike Crockett. And in this segment, you know, there's a lot of time off from school. Some people take uh, some time off of work. It's really a lot of time to spend with family, but you can't spend all day with your family. Sometimes you just want to sit in front of the tube. Maybe you want to go to the movies. And what better to watch than the holiday movies, the holiday TV shows? yippee ki if you know what I'm saying. So, Jamie, around the holiday season, was there any movies, TV shows, anything of that nature that stood out for you? Oh, I live I live for the holidays. I live for Christmas specials. I live for Christmas movies. I mean, are you uh, talking like real specials? Are you like the... Uh, the, the Hallmark Channel, like, uh, Anything. terrible. Really? Although I've never, I will admit, I've never watched a Hallmark nor a Lifetime. Okay, Lifetime, uh, that's what holiday. it was. No, no, I think it's Hallmark Channel, but no, when, uh, it used to be ABC Family, now it's Freeform, when they start their 25 days of Christmas, oh, you they, they just released a schedule the other day, already mapping out my holiday season oh, for what I'm going to watch and when, and then you identify which ones they're not airing, and then you got to find it on On Demand or Netflix, or, or I'll, I'll pull out DVDs to watch them. Absolutely. Oh, I live for, ho- oh, I love holiday movies. All right, what's your favorite? Uh, all time, like all time, all time, all time favorite. It does, you know, it does, it, it, saying all time is probably bad because I assume when it comes to holiday movies, there's a lot of like must watch. So like, don't worry about all time, but one that this holiday season, you know, you got to get it in. Uh, well, we have, we have, we spoke about holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Crockett the holidays. Awesome on the holidays. That was all Crockett. All right, he gave me the look, gracious. and that was yes. it. You know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Naughty and nice yeah, list. Let's stay on <laughs> let's the nice Let's try list. to stay on the... Thank you, Matt. <laughs> you and I. Um, all-time favorite. Again, it's a holiday tradition. On the uh, the Saturday night of Thanksgiving weekend, my family and I, we will sit down and we will watch the original Miracle on 34th Street. Good. Thank Excellent you. choice. Thank you. Uh, we purposely watched that one that weekend because... Matt, when does it start? It starts on the Thanksgiving Macy Day Parade in the That's opening right. scene. Hey. Yeah. Classic. So, so that is my all-time favorite. If you said to me, I can only watch one this holiday season, that's one I would go to. They've remade it twice, and it never oh, the, doesn't oh. hold the candle. Because there's the one with the uh, guy from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was the one in the 90s, and oh, then the 70s horrible. they remade it, too. I yeah. don't know if that was for TV or for theaters. Oh, that 90s that one awesome. makes me angry. It's like the only holiday movie that can that makes me physically angry. <laughs> what, what, since you jumped in, Matt, what about you? 
Uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the original, is probably my favorite. Uh, I'm a big fan of Muppet Christmas Carol, and I'm a big fan of, obviously, like Christmas Story, like everybody else. But. Yeah, those were... I remember when Christmas Story, my father and I, we used to watch that when I was young. And, like, for years, we used to call it Ralphie's Christmas. Because right. that was before it became, like, the this TBS or TNT tradition. And, like, I remember we saw it a few times, and it was awesome. But that's one of ours. Michael? Well, it started, uh, I guess, last night... Thanksgiving night, right? Is that what we're doing here? Yes. Uh, usually, <laughs> for, timelines. <laughs> for a number of years, it was on TV, I think, Christmas night, uh, Thanksgiving night, Home Alone. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. I always forget that one as a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's really... Uh, oh, yeah. even one and two. One more than two. Yeah, one more than two. What do you mean one more than two? Two is... It's in New York. It's Christmas in New York. They don't, they don't like it because Trump's in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, we both know Jamie loves Trump. Oh, well, yeah. I say. <laughs> Don and I go way back. One percent are like this guy, Donnie D. And uh, another one for when it comes to Thanksgiving, if we're going to start there, um, I think Tarzan might have even turned me on to this, uh, which I had never really watched as a kid. Uh, Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, oh, that's another. I always forget that one too. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah, that's a Thanksgiving. That's a great. One. And there's not a lot of Thanksgiving right. movies, so that is a classic. I might, I might add that in next year because Thanksgiving's <laughs> already passed this yeah. year. You I missed might, your chance. I might add that because when because this show absolutely happened after Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> when we're up at the Mountain House this year, um, we have a little bit more Ding. free time. <laughs> so um, that's a good one. I, I'm going to add that one to the holiday. Good call, guys. I can't wait till. Uh, some dads out there making this a drinking game every time that bell goes off just a pound of beer. I, <laughs> I don't blame them. Trust me. And wait till you have a teenage daughter. I, that's when I suggest uh, you find any. Slade, what I'm about you? I'm surprised you don't have more gray hair with her hitting 14. So, um, For me, uh, Thanksgiving time, there isn't that much. There isn't like any must-haves. But um, growing up, it was all those uh, animation-type uh, movies, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, things of that nature. Like I loved uh, Yukon Cornelius, uh, especially when he was looking for the silver and gold, like the Yahoo! <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's. But as I got older, my must watches are Die Hard and uh, Do Not Laugh, guys. But uh, Jingle All the Way. Okay. <laughs> I need to watch. I need wow. To, I need to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger go for Turbo Man. I saw that in the theater, and I think I don't think I've seen it since. <laughs> I don't think I've ever I've seen it. I've seen it once. Really? Yeah. What about Ernest Saves Christmas? You guys watch that? Oh, come on. Don't think I've ever seen that. No. Are you kidding me? Um, Look, no. and not to keep bringing my brother up in every episode, <laughs> but like in the beginning when he takes the Christmas tree and throws it in the back seat and it smashes the window through the other side, classic. The, does really? Er, does Ernest swear a lot? Because no. you know your brother. Oh, he, loves to, he loves to <laughs> swear. <laughs> but uh, no, Ernest saves Christmas. He meets Santa Claus. He saves Christmas. No, nothing. So wait, you just said that your favorite Christmas movies. No, no, no. We didn't. T- it's must watch. Must watch. Are Die Hard. Die Hard. And Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. That those are the ones that I make sure I watch. You watch Lethal Weapon? No. Why that do you hate the holidays? I don't hate the holidays. <laughs> but I those, first start off, I said Those are two of the worst picks you could have had. Oh, my goodness. Die, Die Hard? Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh, you son of a it bitch. It's <laughs> not a Christ- Christmas Okay, Eve. It took place Christmas. It's not a Christmas. It's not the spirit of the holidays. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, oh, ho. Uh, I tell you what, if I were to I post, love the movie, but it's not a Christmas If I was to Christmas pick up my movie. phone... Because today is November 24th, and if I was to post on Facebook, if Die Hard's a Christmas movie, I guarantee you would have more people agree with me. Well, you know what? We'll have everybody chime in. Go to either For the Pops at Twitter or on Facebook. Go to our For the Pops page, and you chime in. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? It's a, it's a hard no for me. But I'll say this, and you guys can tell me not to keep jumping around movies. When I was a kid, the movie that I absolutely made sure I watched was A Christmas Story. But I noticed as I got older, I don't, I can't. I can't watch it all the way through now. Oh, no. It's a challenge in my family how many times I can watch it. Like, I actually know what times. Like, you know how it's every two hours? I know what times. I think it's like at the 17-minute mark is one of my favorite scenes. And like 43 (laughs) minutes is another favorite. Oh, yeah. Like, I love that movie. Every time I can catch the, oh, fudge. (laughs) Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one, the queen mother of dirty words, the F dash 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 word. Oh, every time I watch that. Now, here's something you guys don't know about me. Crockett, you might be the only one who knows just because we've known each other longer and, and more intimately oh. um, than, than these other fellows. Um, when it comes to movies, I'm a crier. So all these Christmas movies, all these like 
Miracle on 34th Street, the end of that, cry like a baby every <laughs> time. On that one? Oh, all of them. You name it. I'll cry at a Christmas story if push comes to shove. Like at the end. What about, uh, what about It's a Beautiful Life, right? Is that the Oh, it's a, wonderful, it's a life. wonderful Life. Wonderful Life. Wow. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, that that one I, I feel has more heartstrings than Miracle on 34th Street, but. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. When, no, come on, man. When when they're about to, like, sell, tell me he's not Santa and all those letters start coming in and they start piling them and piling them and Spoiler. piling them. Yeah, yeah, spoilers. spoilers. The movie's from 1934, <laughs> for God's sake. I mean, I don't know. I, f- I felt more compassion for the movie A Year Without a Santa Claus than Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, and then Home Alone, <laughs> when he wakes up Christmas morning, he runs down and nobody's there, and then he turns around and his mother's there. Waterworks. Yeah. Or like when Done. the kid finally finds out that his dad is Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's a big spoiler. <laughs> Sinbad's in the movie, huh? I hope, wow. I hope you wore something made out of Windbreaker. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, you're going to make fun goodness. of me, but it's the only moment that chokes me up is, is a, mo- a moment in Love Actually that actually gets me all. Uh, and it's when uh, the kid. Who I don't know. He ended up being on Game of Thrones, but uh, he tell he calls Liam Neeson dad, mm-hmm. and even though Liam Neeson's his stepdad the yep. whole movie, and the first time he actually calls him dad, yeah. I get pretty choked up on that scene. Yeah, my whole family knows. You know, uh, on on Freeform, twenty five days of Christmas. That pretty much is Jamie's twenty five days of crying on the couch. <laughs> just oh my one. Is this what I gotta look just, forward to. Oh, is that you have no going? idea. Just just line them up. One, the funniest ones doesn't matter. I'll I'll cry. I will cry at any I'm sappy holiday movie. Speaking of the funniest ones, how about a Christmas vacation? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, how have we not brought one. that up? Yeah. Wow, to shut on that yeah. one. My wife's it's all-time good. favorite holiday movie. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Loves it. It's good. <laughs> have to see it at least once. Where are you going to put that, Griswold? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> oh my god! The, the list goes. I mean, none of us brought up. None of us brought up the Santa Claus. Again, not because. Well, the first one was really good. I, didn't, I wasn't really a fan. I don't think of. I saw it. I really? Really? I think I've seen it. I'm not a big old, big trouble. I'm not mm-hmm. a big Tim Allen fan. So. Oh, Papa really? Yeah. How about Elf? That's that's one that's more modern that I could watch. It'll, I don't mind Elf. I think it's very overrated. It's I'm with you. Elf. I'm with you. Like why? I don't understand why every Will Ferrell character is mentally challenged like he was raised by us <laughs> well, why does that make him mentally retired i was gonna say that that i'm not a will ferrell fan yeah. but this one i thought like he's raised by these little people maybe he's like a man child that's more plausible than every other time he is a man child <laughs> i think i guess i can maybe give you that i don't dislike it i'll watch it but i just think it's a bit overrated and Artie lang is the santa claus in the store no, all right, move on. <laughs> do, you not, do you not know who Artie Lang is? Uh, That's uh, some satellite radio stuff. I'm assuming some, kids <laughs> yeah, some local idiot nobody's <laughs> ever heard of. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think you hit on a good one when you talked about the Muppet Christmas Carol. Anything Muppets oh, I'm yeah. on board with. Yeah. I actually don't love like the actual Christmas Carol, the black and white Charles oh, Dickens. Oh, but what about the... Um, what? Oh, my Scrooge? Yes. Scrooge I like. Underratedly, I like Scrooge a lot with... Uh, Buster Poindexter, yeah, singer good. of Hot Hot Hot, is the cab driver. <laughs> as a ghost and Bobcat Goldthwait. You know, it's funny. Oh, that's right. Carol Coming Kane into this, I, I'm Christmas thinking of present. those two movies, but it's funny. As we talk, I realize that my uh, catalog of what I end up watching before Christmas is over is a lot bigger than what I originally thought. I just, I'll go through Netflix and I'll just find it's sh- TV shows Christmas episode and I'll watch it. Yeah, as, as you're rambling off, it's I not on there, that but the Family Ties Christmas episode where Alex is like Scrooge and. Uh, Alex B. Yeah. Keaton. Alex B. Yeah. Keaton, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's he up to nowadays? <laughs> oh, talk about things that make me cry. Next time we have you on, we'll talk about, we've brought this up twice, I think, on consecutive weeks now. Um, TV shows that make Jamie cry or TV finales. Oh, my God. Family Ties, the finale of that show, cried like a baby. And uh, similarly, when uh, Michael J. Fox left Spin City, done again. <laughs> just, just. Things that make Jamie cry. What a reference. You know, uh, Spin City cries, but I'm talking about uh, Turbo Man being given to Sinbad's kid. Literally nobody's (laughs) seen it. You know, for those of you listening, go go on Twitter. We're For the Pops. On Facebook, it's For the Pops. We have ForThePops.com. The big show's in the movie. If you've ever seen Jingle on the Way, what? if you've ever seen Jingle on the Way and you want to tell us why Scotty Slade is right and it's a good movie, let us know. Uh, Ironically, nobody brought up uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch Who Stole Christmas. I hate Jim Carrey, so <laughs> I'm kind of out on that one. Uh, also not brought up, uh, Santa with Muscles. 
<laughs> Nobody brought up the Christmas classic starring Hulk Hogan. Well, Santa with of, muscles. Speaking of uh, holiday movies that have wrestlers in it, th- wasn't there a horror holiday movie with Goldberg? Yeah, Santa speaks? Claus. No, Slay no, Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh. S-L-A-Y. Yes. I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot of like horror holiday films that have to do with stuff like that. I think... Uh, Krampus? War- Krampus? Krampus? Krampus. Warbeard Hansen, uh, three weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go <up> the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Went to go see a... Um, some like Frosty, Frostman, something like that in movie theaters uh, just recently. Something to do. There's with a good Snowman? One. Yeah, that too. Snowman. There's a good one on Netflix. It's like Christmas horror or something like that. It's an anthology of Christmas related horror movies, uh, uh, horror stories. William Shatner's in it. Uh, it's not bad. But yeah, if you get the chance, watch Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg. No, I also hate horror movies. Yeah, but the, no, but the problem is there's a point when you get with a horror movie where it's not scary and you're just like, what is going on? It's probably like Breaking Point. So what happens is... <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. But um, no, B- Bill Goldberg and uh, Santa Slay is uh, tremendous. It's uh, it's so bad, it's good. So. Does anybody remember, and you brought up Warbeard, does anybody remember there was a TV special with the Muppets, and it was the Muppet Family Christmas, where they all go to Fozzie Bear's mother's house? Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. I don't think it's on DVD or anything. But you can't I watch actually, it on YouTube. I actually have a VHS tape of it. <laughs> and the problem is I've tried to like burn it to a DVD. It has a copy protect on it. Oh. So it Goodness. can't make it. So if there's anybody, as I talk about piracy on the air, <laughs> uh, if there's anybody out there who knows how to get around this, it is probably one of my favorite Christmas specials ever. It's called The Muppet Family Christmas. Find it on YouTube. Um, everybody from Sesame Street yep. is in it. Uh, they're all at Fozzie Bear's house. And Miss Fraggle, Piggy. Fraggle Rock's on it. Fraggle Rock's in it. Everybody, uh, Miss Piggy gets stuck in a snowstorm, yep. so she can't get there, and it, it's this great thing, and there's this great interaction between, my favorite scenes are probably the ones, no spoilers, with uh, the Swedish chef, Big Bird, and the, and the Christmas turkey. <laughs> there's some great interactions there, and then, uh, but it, it's a must-see, so if you can ever find it online, a Muppet Family Christmas, by far. My favorite Christmas so, special ever. So to jump into the TV portion, you feel that's the best bet? I, I feel like The Simpsons always had strong uh, holiday-style um, Yeah, they specials. tend to do better ho- Halloween than Christmas, but they had Simpsons roasting on an open fire, which is a good one. Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Um, I knew that all I had to do was bring it up. And Marge Be Not all. Proud is another good one. So wow. they do have Dang, a... I, I, I know that's it. pretty... His titles. Yeah, those are... Uh, they have some good ones. Back to the Muppets, though. What about... Uh, it's not exactly the Muppets, but it's produced by them. Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those. I know exactly. What you're, I so want to like that one. Yeah. I don't know. Just there ain't no hole in the wash tub. Though. <laughs> 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 like I remember when it first was on, it was like they sold us like this Muppet special, and they Kermit, and all Kermit does is like he's basically you and I on this podcast. We just intro the segment, everything else happens, <laughs> and we outro it, and we we say good night. Oh. We- Got Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> I, re- I I'm old enough, probably the only one in the room. I'm old enough to have watched that when it was on the first time. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> with um, do? with B. Arthur, yes. right? B. Arthur, B. Arthur was the, was the uh, yep. like the barkeep or something. If I, I remember only correctly, no one person who's ever actually made it through that because it's one of the worst things. But that's on YouTube seen. as well. You can watch yeah. the whole thing on YouTube. And there's a whole scene that's done in wookie language isn't yes. that the case yeah something with like, no right. subtitles no right. subtitles yeah <laughs> just it's just wookies rapping about and there's like chewie's dad's reading a newspaper with a picture <laughs> of chewie on it it's, like, it's so bad <laughs> so everybody listening that's your homework assignments go on youtube find um watch a star wars special first and then watch a muppet family christmas to wash the taste of that and then jingle all the way <laughs> what are you doing again go and watch it it's just jingle all the way it's all over social media and online watch me battle Sinbad. it's great <laughs> find us on for the pops and tell us why scotty slade has the least bit of credibility it's not a tumor with jingle <laughs> all the, the way one thing i can guarantee we'll not bring up jingle on the way again is after the break we have our holiday themed for the pops Pop quiz with where my three co-hosts tonight will take the challenge of answering some holiday-themed pop culture and trivia questions. That's when we come back right here on For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Anthony Stefano. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. I'm Phil Cataldo. What do we know about wrestling? We don't just know wrestling. We live it. 
Every week, the fans on social media disrespect each other. Welcome to the consequences. WWE, New Japan, the Indies, we're talking about all of you. We shield wrestling fans from injustice. Every Friday. On the NAI Wrestling Network. The Hounds are here. Anthony DeStefano. Glenn Rodriguez. Phil Cataldo. This, this is Rant with, with Fan. My name is Jason Maltop. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out and welcome back the bells are jingling the trees are being trimmed we are right here as we kick off the holiday season on the for the pops podcast right here on the nai pop network i'm jamie jamikowski with my permanent co-host scotty slade we've got our guest host this week on loan from the WPAN Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, we have the esteemed Michael Crockett and our good friend and holiday aficionado, as we've learned over the past 45 minutes or so, our good friend, Matt, our good friend, Matt Hiltz. Happy holidays. Well, guys, it's, time, it's that time of night where we're going to get into our favorite segment. It's our For the Pops Pop Quiz. This week it is holiday themed as we have some trivia questions about various holiday movies and things in pop culture. Last week uh, it was Michael Crockett, or last show it was Michael Crockett who came with a huge storm from behind victory, <laughs> snatching victory out of the this guy just makes up rules as cold, he goes along. Frostbitten hands of of Scotty Slade. For those of you keeping track at home, <laughs> extra points. Scotty Slade jumbo. is one and one in the competition. Can't believe I got thrown to a triple threat to defend my title. <laughs> but I'm gonna win it back tonight. <laughs> wow. Funny how every time I book you in a triple threat, you don't come out with the belt. <laughs> so <laughs> poor booking decisions. <laughs> so here we go on the holiday edition of For the Pops Pop Quiz. Question number one. Although not in the original Christmas special, what famous performer was the voice of the Peanuts character Sally in the 1980s? She was in a bu- she was in a bunch of their holiday specials that were recorded in the 80s. She was not in the original Peanuts Christmas, but what famous performer was the voice of the Peanuts Sally in the 1980s? We'll start with uh, Scotty Slade on this one. Jeez. Oh, um, it's got to be somebody famous. Do we know if it was a voice actor or an actual I'm just saying. Um, I will say it's it's not. You would not know her as a voice actor. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine. So it's not like June 4th. That would be one heck of a deep-seated question if this was strictly a voice actor. Um, uh, wow. Judy Garland, <laughs> that famous perform- for performer from the 1980s, Judy Garland. Tarzan. Famous performer, I'll go with uh, Soleil Moon Fry. <laughs> so that's, say, that's the only person I can think of from the 80s that was like young. Soleil Moon Fry. Really, both of you went with Soleil Moon Fry. <laughs> what the, the right hell answer. is that's wrong fantastic. with you people? What, no. is that the answer? No, that was not the right answer. All right. <laughs> Pretty much, I can guarantee you. That on the For the Pops pop quiz, the answer will never be Soleil Moon Fry. We're quite closer than Judy Garland. Judy Garland. What do you right? mean? At least our well, choice kind was of an economy of the scale. When did Judy Garland pass? It doesn't matter. She had like a smoker's voice at age 12. We need an answer, Michael. Soleil Moon Fry. He oh, said okay. Soleil Moon Fry. <laughs> I didn't know if he was officially taking that. Oh, no, though. he's officially taking that. Uh, Judy Garland. Oh, wow, Have you yourself. died in 1969. Boy, was I <laughs> way off. Merry little Christmas. <laughs> What's the answer? The answer is Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. What? She voiced Sally in the 1980s. So not only does she have that boom, boom, pow, she also voiced Sally in the Peanuts cartoons in the 1980s. Pretty wild stuff. <laughs> so no point scored on question one All right. as we get Still to question game. two. We talked about this movie a little bit earlier. 
Uh, we all know that Ralphie is the star of our perennial favorite, A Christmas Story. In the movie, what's the name of Ralphie's dad? What is the name of Ralphie's dad? Uh, we started with Scotty Slee last time, so this time we're going to start with Michael Crockett. They never say it. It's just old man. Crockett says they never say it. It's just old man. I was going to say that it's a trick question, but it's not. It's, I don't think they ever say his name, but uh, let me think about it. For you can think about it. We have all the time. All this. Jamie, I must have access to the script or something. And I'm just trying to think if I ever hear the wife. I'm trying to think of the scene where the guy asks him, what's, he says, what's that in the window? And he's like, it's a major award. He's like, it looks like a lamp. You know, uh, I thought he might have actually said him my name. Henry. Tarzan goes with Henry. Uh, Scotty Slade. You going to say Henry too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this. Here's, I can give you a hint. Uh, the actor who portrayed him, his name was uh, Soleil Moon Fry. Uh, <laughs> she wore a lot of makeup, prosthetics. That was actually Soleil Moon Fry. <laughs> So we have, he didn't have a name. We have Henry. Scotty is slumped slid. in his chair. I think it begins with an H, but I don't think it's Henry. We need an answer. I'm going to say Harry. Harry. And the point goes to, from the wrestling podcast about nothing, Michael Crockett. <laughs> he was never given a name in a movie. That's what I thought, but. I was just Googling. Yep. It is, and Scotty Slade has pulled out his, his phone. Put the phone down. We have more questions. Yeah, I don't trust you. Yeah, it's no. cheating. So right now, defending champion Michael Crockett That's has a one nothing nothing lead. Question number three. In the movie Elf, Buddy's dad's apartment was the same apartment building that was featured in what other famous film? So they do an exterior shot of, of Buddy's dad's apartment. It's the same apartment building that's featured in another film. Movie Big. This guy's lead says movie Big. Exact same thing. Where are you? Yes. <laughs> so is that your answer as well, Michael? Yes. Big? Big? When Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. You know, I should phrase the question a little differently because we have no points. But I have a question for you guys. Um, if there was something strange in your neighborhood, uh, who are you going to call? I'm going to call Ghostbusters. That's right. It was the same building that Dana Barrett lived in in the Ghostbusters movies. Uh, yeah, because I should know that because it's Park Avenue. See? Yeah, or Central Park, yep. yeah. So Buddy's dad watched when you watch, sit down to watch Elf this year. Take a look to see if Gozer the Gozerian is uh, creeping up on, on Buddy the Elf during <laughs> during Elf. But I think you really lucked out with that first question. I, I think I'm going to go over five. All right, question number four. This one's actually a tough one, and I'll be surprised. This if, one is. This one is. We've got one combined right so far. Crockett's in the lead, one zero zero. Defending champion Michael Crockett. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Year Without Santa Claus, and countless others were all produced by what production company? It was always right at the end of the special. They had this cool little logo that spun in. What was the name of the production company? Bashkin and something. I don't know. Bashkin and something. <laughs> Start with Sam's answer. Scotty Slade? <laughs> well, this is our favorite part of the show. I'm starting to realize that um, we're going to find a way to fill airtime while Scotty Slade thinks <laughs> of you know, you know what you should. You know what you should do? We should, what should we do? We should say the questions at the beginning off the air. And as long as we don't have our phones, we can at least have an answer in our head. Maybe? No, I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veto that. I'm going to use one of my well, one of my show vetoes. You play the music. It's from this very famous 21st century game show called Jeopardy. That, that's a reality <laughs> show. Uh, for those of you who were listening last week, Jeopardy, that famous reality show. From the 21st from the century. 21st century. <laughs> Scarcely, do you have an answer? Uh, no, but I'm going to say Jim Henson's production. Jim Henson's production. I know that's not right at all. Uh, Michael I'm going to say it really is not the right answer. Deke. Deke. We have Deke, Jim Henson, and some Rauschen Baskin and something. You know, we're going to give Tarzan the points because the actual name of the production company is Rankin Bass, uh, which I think in. in what? That That's not close, close at all. That was close enough. No, it's not. Bashkin, play the tape at, Rankin yes. Bass. Yeah. That was, what? You know I was in the ballpark. So you know right I was now, in the Nobody was. No, come on. You knew that that was what I was thinking of. You knew I was thinking in that ballpark. Holy Toledo. 
Boy, when Jamie and, I and Tarzan Ralph, get together, I even said, Scotty Slade gets the short end of the <laughs> stick. I even said, well, not Ralph Basky. So, I mean, come on. Obviously, I, I gave you the point. I as, knew the kind of what it was. I just couldn't quite put it in words. As the judge, I give you the point. So, right now, the score is Michael Crockett has won, Matt Hiltz has won, and Scotty Slade with a big goose egg. This was pop culture, watching not victory. Wasn't even alive. Watching victory <laughs> slip through his fingers they again. show that every year. Of your life. They've shown those specials. I don't watch it at the, the very end. <laughs> the movie ends, and I don't even get to anything else. I change the channel. All right, here's the last question. Take there the are DVD out. There you know are what three, that is, right? There are three answers to the question. Oh, boy. So huge points available on this one. Um, Screwed. Is it about Jingle All the Way? No, it is not. <laughs> I, is I didn't think to bring that one up. About Punky Brewster. No, it is not about <laughs> Soleil Moon Fry. In 1946 Ugh. and 1947... Three Christmas-themed films were nominated for the Best Picture Academy Award. So in 1946, 1947, there was one in 46, two in 47. You can get one point for each one you can name. Do we do all three at once, or do we go around one at a time? Well, Scotty Slade, do you have do you have any answers? Jesus Christ! I, I thought no. when I started this, Dude, we're show. celebrating the, the birth of <laughs> Jesus during this season. I don't think we need to be invoking his name. Yeah. The holiday movies, Christmas themed movies, yes. Uh, the, the, the Wonderful Life, Miracle at Thirty Fourth Street. And the sounds of silence. And the Christmas Carol. Okay, Tarzan. I do think he's right about Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Okay. I feel like the three answers he gave are too, like, everybody knows those, so it can't be what it is. I'm going to go with Miracle on 34th Street, Christmas in Connecticut, and um, I'll go with uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Can't be his answers. I'll use two out of three. <laughs> it can't be all three. It can't be. I, When it comes to black and white Christmas movies... Miracle on 34th Street. I know it's a wonderful life. Oh, they're locking me out. <laughs> <laughs> and the third, I can't even begin. We may have to uh, change our system from now on. Maybe have everybody write down their answers on an index card and hand them in to me. Maybe. That might, yeah, that might well, work. congratulations. You're all right on Miracle on 34th Street. Crap. And It's a Wonderful Life. Crap. The third one was from um, 1947. It was called The Bishop's Wife. That sounds yeah. very close to A Christmas Carol. Thank you for the third <laughs> point. And uh, so, yeah, so those those were the three. Uh, Sky Slade will give you a bonus point. One chance for a bonus point. Ready? Oh, boy. The song White Christmas was first featured in what? Bing Crosby film. Th none of this is pop culture. This is back in, like, ancient history. This is the holiday edition. I can't talk about pop culture because it's November 2nd, <laughs> and I can't ask what happened in pop culture this I past week. I know you can. That's why I started with that. I, I don't. I don't know. You don't know? Michael? White Christmas? No. It was written by Burl Ives, I believe, the song. If that gives me any bonus points. It does not give you any bonus <laughs> points. Believe it or not, the song White Christmas was first featured in the film Holiday Inn, which if you watch Holiday Inn and watch White Christmas, they're basically the exact same movie. <laughs> Uh, with slightly different people, and it both have Bing Crosby, I believe, Donald O'Connor. But be that as it may, we so what's the final tally? Oh, Tarzan won, I believe. Right, uh, Tarzan had three. I'd like that half point. Didn't I have three? Oh, all right. I'm it's sorry. It's a tie, right? <laughs> all right. So wait, we need a. Uh, I think for Burl Ives, I get the bonus points that puts me over the top. So I actually no, win. Burl Ives didn't count for anything. <laughs> so Crockett got one there. Um, I got two there. Two there. Yes, yeah, so you guys are tied. Thank you. At three apiece. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have a playoff. Oh boy. Okay. For the for the for the belt. I think the the bro the bro lives really should just put me over <laughs> the <top>. Okay. <laughs> I want you to go back and forth, and we're gonna go through the twelve days of Christmas. Oh, oh boy. boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, one can start, and we're gonna start with uh, Michael Crockett, since you're the defending champion. Would you like to go first or second? First. All right. So we're gonna have you go first, and you need to name. One of the numbers and items from the 12 Days of Christmas. Really should have to do it in order. I thought made, in order would make it more difficult. Would make it easier. All right, but fine. So we'll go in order. We'll just go first or second, Michael. Starting at 12 or starting at, start at 1? Starting at 1. starts at 1. We're going to start at 1. Yeah. Uh, go first, I guess. 
On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Partridge in a pear tree. That's correct. Matt, on the second day of Christmas, Scotty Slade gave to me... Uh, two turtle doves. And the partridge in a pear tree. Michael, what did we get on the third day of Christmas? Uh, three French hens. That's correct. Four mockingbirds. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry, Michael. Can you get it for the steal? Uh, collie birds. Ooh, also incorrect. Uh, it was four calling birds, but it doesn't matter. Michael, you knew three French hens. You knew one partridge in a pear tree. Matt, you missed out on number four. So once again, the defending, reigning, current, everything champion of the For the Pops Pop Culture Quiz is our special guest host and producer for the night, Michael Crockett. So, Michael, congratulations. Garbage. Thank you. Top on your, your two-win stretch. We can't wait to have you back what as a guest again to see if you can, if you can uh, defend your title successfully. We want to thank everybody for joining <laughs> us tonight as we get the holiday season off and rolling. We're going to be back in another two weeks right here on the For the Pops podcast, right here on the NAI Pop Network. Want a big thank you to Michael Crockett, Matt Hiltz, to my co-host, Scotty Slade. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. <laughs>